This is Startup Life Hacks, episode 28. If you're out to help to serve people, I think it just comes back to you. Welcome. Welcome to Startup Life Hacks. Ever wondered if you have what it takes to start a business? Join us as we share with you inspiring stories from these amazing entrepreneurs. Let their journeys bring you one step closer to achieving success. And now, here's your host, Romel Cabal. What up, Hacker Nation? This is Romel Cabal, and welcome to Startup Life Hacks, the show where I interview startup founders and entrepreneurs to give you the extra boost to start something amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, we are nearing the end of 2015, so I wanted to make sure your goals are set right. Time is almost up for our giveaway. Go ahead and pause this episode and go to startuplifehacks.com giveaway so you don't forget. And if you're driving while listening to this, as you were. <laughs> Now I know January 1st is when everyone starts making New Year's resolutions, but let's be real. How many of you have actually stuck to your resolutions? Well, the guest I have for you today has insights on how to tackle on 2016. So if you're struggling to find a routine, if you're struggling to reach your goals, then this episode is for you. I actually met today's guest at a book signing event here in San Diego for Lewis Howe's new book, The School of Greatness. And if you don't know who Lewis Howe is, Search for him on Google. This guy's literally everywhere. But during the event, we were talking about our goals and what we wanted to do in the future in our businesses. It turns out, we had a ton of similarities that we'll go through in a few moments. He's the founder of the Wellness Bucket, which is concentrated on helping you create more health and happiness in your life so that you may start to feel, look, and live your best. So without further ado, please welcome to the mic, Mike Gonzalez. Mike, before we get into the great things that you're doing right now, please give a quick background as to what made you who you are today. Yeah, Romel, thank you so much for having me, man. It's such a pleasure being on the show and such a pleasure to meet you at that event. It was such a good time. And uh, one of the uh, takeaways and uh, definitely benefits of going was, was getting to the, the, the opportunity to connect with you. So thanks for having me, man. It's really a pleasure. And um, yeah, just to go in a little bit about you know, me and, you know, how I, uh, why and how I do what I do is just, um, just to kind of keep it simple is, you know, health and exercise and wellness has always been a huge part of my life. Um, you know, I'm always quick to, to admit, you know, that I wasn't always the best in the classroom growing up. Uh, that's just the truth. I was a C student, D, D, C student. Um, so I was never good in the classroom, but, um, and, you know, I was told, I was made, made aware of that by, by my, my, uh, my teachers and, uh, you know, told that I wasn't, you know, smartest kid and good enough and definitely not something cool for a kid to hear. But the one thing that, um, you know, that didn't discourage me that I always gravitated towards was health and fitness and wellness because I always knew, hey, look, I might not be good at these things over here and I'm told that I'm not good, but, you know, nothing can stop me from going into that schoolyard and running as fast as I can and throwing that football the furthest in the schoolyard. So it's something, health and fitness is something I've always gravitated towards to help me feel my best. And, you know, and, and because of that, when I feel my best, I'm able to like do my best. And, uh, you know, obviously there's, there's looking the way you want to look, but more than anything, it's just feeling, having that, uh, that positivity, that drive, that motivation um, that comes, that comes with exercise. And that gives you the ability to do and create, you know, all you want to create, whether it's with relationships or, career or business, um, entrepreneurship, 
whatever. But, you know, that's that's the foundation of why and how exercise has always meant so much to me just because of, you know, that's literally what I gravitated towards when I was younger because, you know, I had all these other components that weren't necessarily going my way. But this is the one thing that was always there for me. Yeah, definitely. Now, can you describe the importance of health and fitness and the impact that is made in your business? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, health and health and fitness is so big. You know, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, if we were in a, if we had 100 people in front of us and we said, hey, who here believes that exercise is not important? You know, no one would no one would say no one would raise their hand if we said, hey, who here believes exercise is important? You know, everyone's hand would go up. But then if you ask, well, how many people here actually sustain and keep like a, uh, you know, a regular routine, um, half, if not less, would, hands would go up. And, and, you know, I always find myself asking myself, well, why is that? Because for me, you know, I know one of the things that helps me big time, especially as an entrepreneur, it's like, you know, we have such ups and downs and wins and losses and failures and stresses, you know, physically and mentally um, that, you know, to be able to kind of go through that. You almost need, I mean, you have to be pretty resilient. You have to have like the mentality and, and not just that physically and mentally to kind of sustain that, that impact that comes with entrepreneurship. So for me, the way it's helped me, you know, as, as I, as I create, as I try different things, as things work, as things fail, as you know, I'm, I'm tested physically and mentally exercise is always one of the things that kind of keeps me grounded. You know, it helps me with, you know, um, keeping my stress and, uh, in check, you know, in, you know, I can get anxious sometimes with, depending on how much things I have on my plate, you know, it keeps the anxiety in check. Um, it gives me more clarity, more focus, more energy to, to do more of the things I want to do to create more. You know, if I'm having like a mental block when I, you know, if I have to create a, a, a post or something I'm working on, you know, I have that mental block. I literally go out for a run 15, 20 minutes, do maybe some jumping jacks and burpees. And, you know, once you know, all of a sudden I come back and I'm like, man, I get all these ideas flowing. So, um, that's why it's such a big part of, of, you know, my life and what I've created and what I keep creating and how it continues to help me. Yeah, definitely. I definitely agree because, um, you know, I use fitness as like a catalyst for when I'm stressed out, you know, I use that to kind of clear my mind and bring in all these new ideas definitely. and also in fitness, um, you know, it's really hard for someone starting out by themselves. What would you suggest uh, someone who's starting out in fitness do get a partner or even a mentor to kind of help you out first? Yeah, well, I mean, there's a couple of things. One is I always, I think one of the, um, actually studies show this, that one of the things that that kind of um, almost like kind of uh, just discourages people from continuing and staying consistent is when they come out of the gate too fast. And, that's, and it's actually interesting because with the new year is coming up, that's actually one of the big reasons why people just kind of fall off the chart, like, you know, after two or three weeks, because they go from like really not doing anything to like coming out of the gate, just swinging and going like 60 miles an hour. So yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so what I would recommend is like just a couple of things and you actually, you nailed one of them, but the first one is don't come out so aggressive. Like, you know, set a goal for yourself. Like, Hey, you know, come, come to new year or whatever, you know, I'm going to exercise three times a week, 15 minutes each time. Um, and I'm going to do, you know, X, Y, and Z, like have a, have a simple plan that you know, you can follow. So that's number one, have a simple plan, you know, you can follow. And then you nailed it, man. Uh, which like, yeah, have an accountability uh, structure. So whether that's like a buddy you go exercise with, work out with, whether it's a running group you belong to, whether it's an online, you know, um, uh, community like the wellness bucket that you can check in with regularly, just an accountability structure. So all of a sudden it's not just you, you know, because we tend to be a little bit easier and softer in ourselves. But if you have someone else that's you know, holding your feet to the fire and making sure it's getting done, chances are that, you know, you're going to get it done more often than not. So yeah, those are the two biggies I would definitely suggest. Yeah, and I know we were talking about this um, during the event, but 
one of my goals for 2016 was to compete in a men's physique contest. Yeah, and so I did have a mentor. Like I have my own personal trainer that's kind of guiding me through all the ropes, like what stuff to eat yep. and all the workouts. So well, that's a big, yeah, part. It's really that's a big part of it too is uh, because cool for you, good for you. Cause you have that mentor. So someone who's going to hold you accountable. And they're also, which I, I, I fail to leave out of there is have a plan, right? You can't just say, that's another thing we, we kind of, you know, we make the, 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 the mistake in doing is, Hey, I'm going to lose weight or I'm going to compete in a men's physique competition. Awesome. That's our goal. But then, you know, you also have to have a plan to go along with it. So luckily for you, you have someone you're going to lean on and they're going to kind of give you that plan. So yeah, if you don't have someone, make sure you have that plan, whether you buy it, whether you find it free online, whether you go to the wellness bucket and get it there, just have a plan to follow as well. That's definitely a biggie too. Yeah. Now tell me more about the wellness bucket and how you got started with it. Yeah. Thanks for asking. Uh, the wellness bucket's actually, we're coming up on our two year anniversary here in January. Um, before that, I was, um, I'm originally from south of Boston, and I was out in San Diego living here for 14 years, and 10 out of those 14 years, I actually had a business, a uh, health and fitness business, uh, but it was more brick and mortar, you know, it was in front of people, working with them one-on-one, -on -one, uh, putting together workshops, et cetera, so uh, I made the decision to move back to Boston, um, and when I did that, I left, the, you know, that business behind, and, you know, again, it was brick and mortar, I couldn't take that with me. And it kind of, uh, it left me really sad and to some extent, almost like depressed a little bit thinking that I let these people down and I couldn't keep helping my clients. And um, so when I got to Boston, I told myself, look, I'm not going to create something similar here in Boston in the event I move again, or I just never want that, you know, to leave, to let people down like I did, like I felt I did. So I decided to take my business um, and go online with it. And, you know, I didn't know anything about online at that time, but I started you know, reaching out to people already in that space online, learning it, learning the crafts, getting better. And, um, you know, it became, that's what became the wellness bucket. So that's what it is today. And it's just, it's an online community, literally globally, that, um, that helps people, empowers people through health and wellness to live their best lives, you know, whether that's in entrepreneurship, their careers, their business, finance, relationship, it just empowers you through health and fitness to be your best and literally live, live your best life. So that's in a nutshell, the wellness bucket. Nice. And what was one thing that you struggled with when you're doing your first online business? Oh man, for me, well, for me, remember I came from like a, you know, a brick and mortar. I didn't have, I mean, really I had like a, a static website just to have a web presence, <laughs> but you know, I didn't know anything about, um, you know, online and the biggest for me, um, Romel, and I think you and I talked about this when we, when we met up at the, uh, the book signing was, you know, it's one thing to be in front of someone, which, which is what I was used to. You, you know, you develop that immediate rapport. You can look in their eyes and you know this trust and rapport there and you know you're going to work together well and they trust you and they, you know, they believe you're genuine and you want to help. Well, yeah. when you go online, um, at least for me, like I didn't, I didn't have that opportunity. So it was like literally just have, trying to get people to trust and believe what you're saying and that you're true to, you know, what you're out to do. And so that was my biggest struggle, just going online, figuring it out, like, hey, how do you develop this rapport with people that you never even met? That, all they know is what you write and what you're putting out there. So um, that was my biggest struggle. That, that really was it for me. So it's really just like providing all this value for everyone else. And I mean, not knowing how that's going to play out, right? Exactly. Not knowing how it's going to play out, not knowing because there's so much out there. You and I know there's so much out there. And so, you know, how do you decipher between, hey, you know, this is legit stuff. This guy really cares. This guy's out just to make a buck. This guy doesn't give a crap. He just wants to do whatever. You know, like how do you decipher between, you know, who's legit and real and willing and uh, wanted to help and who isn't, you know, and you know, how do you, how do you stand out and see of all that going on online? So that was my biggest uh, challenge and struggle. Yeah. Now what's a great success you've had as an entrepreneur? 
the biggest for me, I mean, there's, there's been there's been several, but the one that I really love and I really I just feel so proud of is um, there's this thing that we do um, twice a year. Um, and we're going to do it again in 2016, maybe even three times, but um, it's called like a, the 30 day wellness challenge. And um, what it is, it's 30 days and it's 30 different challenges. There's a different wellness challenge every day. And it literally could be everything, anything from like, you know, eating three salads, doing 100 burpees, taking a cold shower, you know, creating your bucket list. It's like it's 30 days of wellness challenges, a different one every day. And I created that just to kind of give people more of a, um, a fun approach to exercise. I call it wellness. It's not just running and eating, but it's just everything from like even just taking care of yourself with hot baths and, um, you know, creating a wellness, um, uh, not a wellness, excuse me, a bucket list, et cetera. So um, 30 days of this easy, fun to follow exercise and, and wellness driven challenge and uh, i created that and we've been doing it now for well last two years and it's become global like i mean we have people from like australia to kenya to um sydney to where else where else were they uh canada i mean obviously throughout the u.s taking part in this 30-day challenge and it's really cool because part of it's like they have to post pictures on instagram and facebook you know showing themselves doing the challenge so just to kind of see how you know it's taken off and it's just kind of spread you know and people are gravitating towards it and here's the biggie this is what really blew me away this year with a with a 30-day wellness challenge is um i'm not sure if you're familiar with the company sodexo but um they're a uh, they're a french food french food service and facility uh, management uh corporation they're actually out of paris but they mm -hmm. have literally 380,000 employees worldwide 80 countries and they actually took the 30-day wellness challenge and they they, they have implemented it throughout you know their their corporation for everyone in their business to follow so for me that was an that was a huge success it's like you know here we are introducing wellness to you know the world and now we have this company that's jumping on board and telling all 380,000 their employees hey guys here's here's a cool 30 days to follow to to you know to better yourself through health and wellness so i thought that was really cool man wow that's amazing yeah in the 30-day challenge um you explained that there's going to be like the cold showers yeah. and I remember reading about this, like explain more about the cold showers. Yeah. I mean, it's like, we, you know, just to, just to kind of keep it simple is, uh, and you've probably even heard this, you know, you, you always see athletes, right? They're back in the training room after a practice or a game and you see yeah. them submerged in like this cold bath, ice bath and like, what the hell are they doing? That's going to be painful. And yeah, the truth is it doesn't feel that great, but from a therapeutic standpoint, from a physiological standpoint, like the, the way your body responds is like one of the biggest um, pieces to like injury and, and, and illness is is just inflammation. We'll keep it simple. Say it's inflamed muscle joints, um, et cetera, throughout the body. And one of the best ways to kind of battle that like naturally is literally to submerge yourself in cold, you know, ice cold, like water and ice bath, as they call it, because when you do so, you constrict your blood vessels, therefore decreasing the amount of swelling within the body. Um, and again, it's a natural response. You know, it's not, there's no medicine involved. It's just a natural response. And when you do that regularly, it has huge, I mean, studies show it, huge significant uh, benefits to decrease in inflammation in your body and therefore decrease in, you know, the chance of injury, illness, disease, et cetera. Yeah, so there is a science to oh, it. Oh yeah, you know, I, th I, I thought it was like you just get into the cold shower, like to get out of your comfort zone, right? No, well, that's a that's a right. That's uh, from a, from a physiological. I mean, from a mental standpoint, there is that benefit too. But from a physiological, from an actual physical standpoint, there's definitely benefit there, man. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Now we're now entering my favorite round, which is the superhero round. Okay. So, what is your entrepreneur superpower? In other words, what is your greatest strength? You know, I, I would say. Um, 
I, w- I would say it's my desire to, to, you know, to genuinely help people. I want to help people. I mean, I love, you know, business and I love creating things, but I would say my superpower is just genuinely want, I want to make a difference. I want to help people. So anytime, anywhere, anytime I can, I just, I just want to make a difference. I want to know that, you know, there, there was something I did that made, you know, your life better or your friend's life better or your, or your you know, my next door neighbor's life better. So that's, for me, I think that's my superpower. It's not just that I want to, you know, hey, create this this thing that, you know, makes me money and lets me live the life I want. And But it really, at the end of the day, it's made a difference in someone's life. So that I would say that. Definitely. Now, what is your kryptonite? <laughs> this one's an easy for, this one's an easy one for me, man, because it gets me <laughs> it gets me in trouble all the time. And it's probably what will contribute to so much stress for me is is um is just not being able to say no like i get asked a lot yeah. for, you know for help it's like you know and and, and again I, I guess it goes with number one it's i really want to help everyone and i get a ton of emails and people ask me to collaborate on x y and z and i just want to do it all and uh that's got to be my kryptonite is just not being able to say no i just i i i, I i'm getting better at it but i'm not there yet <laughs> Yeah, I have the same problem. Like so many people ask for help. Like I, I want to help everyone. Like exactly. you, you got to pick. Exactly. Unfortunately, but yeah, you absolutely do. Yeah. Now, if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? Um, I don't know if this constitutes a superpower. I think it does because it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of wild and out there. I'd love to go back. Uh, I think it it's. I would just like to go back in time um, for a couple of reasons. I'd love to go be able to be able to go back in time. Um, not so much to kind of change my actions because I think that's kind of what's made me who I am today. That's, I think it's through mistakes and failures that we learn. Um, so not for that reason, but I would love to go back to thank like mentors that, you know, um, that I've had, like, you know, three people come to mind immediately. Like, for example, I'm a huge fan of Jim Rohn. I would love to go back and tell the guy he's awesome and thank him for (laughs) all the work he's done throughout the years. Um, and how, how much it's affected me. I would love to go back and tell my my dad and my grandpa, who, who are no longer around, you know, the, the absolute impact they've had on my life, which, you know, I never did that growing up, you know, you, you know, you kind of males and they, they don't really don't, you know, talk that way. At least I didn't. We didn't, you know, I come from a Portuguese family. We didn't really express ourselves. So I'd love to be able to go back and, and thank them for, you know, the man, if you will, they've created. And um, so, yeah, that's that's what I would like to do, man, is be able to go back in time to thank my uh, my mentors, my heroes. Yeah, I'm really glad that you mentioned that because, you know, that's what the book signing event was. Like, I was able to thank Lewis House for what value he's provided me. And actually, I was able to meet John Lee yeah. Dumas and Kay Erickson, the people who kind of inspired me to start this podcast, too. So I was able to thank them in person. That's awesome, and, you know, man. And you got the opportunity to do it, right? You didn't, and, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it sucks when you don't get that, you know, you don't get the opportunity. But good for you, man. You had the opportunity and you took it. And I, you know, I've always said I learned from that. Every opportunity I have now, I, I thank those who have made a difference in my life. So good for you for doing that, man. That's awesome. And also thank you because you were actually the one who introduced me to them. So. Yeah, no worries, man. No worries. That was a fun evening. Yeah, no worries. Exactly. So we are now answering the final questions of the interview, and these are the tools that you would recommend that would help our listeners get to their feet and get started. What is one favorite tool that you use in your business and would recommend to our listeners? Tools, let's see. There's, um, I'd probably say, okay, there's, 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 uh, I'll, I'll give you two quick ones, the two that come to mind. Uh, the one that I love is, is, uh, is a tool called Momentum, and it just, it just, it's, um, it just sets your desktop to a, you know, a certain page that, you know, one, it's a nice, it's a nice like uh, backdrop. So, you, you know, every day it's something different. It could be the Swiss Alps or a nice hammock over the, the Caribbean. Um, but along with that, it's just like a nice quote that it gives you every day just to kind of fire you up, get you inspired. 
And what I also like about it is it lets you type in like your key focus or goal for that day. So I just love that because if I get distracted and I open up a new browser to go check something, that just pops up and says, hey, you know what, complete, you know, yeah, my message, you know, pops out at me. So I'm like, oh man, I, that's right. I guess I get to focus on that today. So um, I love that. It's like, it's like, it's a personal dashboard. So it's called Momentum. And then just another one that we all know about, but uh, I, it's worth mentioning it. It's just YouTube, man. Like, you know, I, I call it um, uh, productive procrastination. Like if I just need a break and I'm like, man, I've been at this, I need a break. I literally will take 10 minutes. I'll jump on YouTube and I'll just pull up videos. Like I, I love like philosopher's notes from this guy, Brian Johnson. Um, he actually has a podcast too called Optimize, but he always does like book reviews on like these great books on habits and, and you know, bettering yourself, health, et cetera. So I'll just listen to a quick, you know, YouTube video for 10 minutes or I'll listen to Jim Rohn or, you know, whatever, Les Brown. I'll just listen to a motivating uh, video. So even though I'm procrastinating, I'm procrastinating perhaps, I'm getting something value from, you know, I'm getting value from it. So those are the two, momentum and YouTube for me. Yeah, YouTube is definitely powerful. Yeah, absolutely. So what is your favorite book? Man, there's so many, so many. I love reading. Um, but if I had to pick one, a recent one I read a couple of months ago that I, I really love, I just love the philosophy behind it, is um is a book by the name of uh, The Obstacle is the Way. And it's by uh, a, a guy, a gentleman by the name of Ryan Holiday. Again, the book is The Obstacle is the Way. And it's just this great book on, you know, it's like it's how you approach, you know, it's a perspective. And it, it kind of takes like a stoic approach where it's like nothing is bad or good. It, it just is. And one of the famous lines I, I call it famous from that book is, you know, what, you know, what's in the way becomes the way. So it's almost like saying there's, there's not, there's no such thing as obstacles. It actually becomes the obstacle is part of the way, you know, on your way to get into where you're going. So it's not an obstacle. It's just part of the way. And it's, it's pretty powerful. It's a valuable book, I believe. Now, after going through all the failures and all the successes you've had thus far, what is one startup life hack that you've discovered that you can share with our listeners? Startup life hack. I tell you what, man. One of the biggest things that I've, uh, I've, I've that's really made a huge difference in my, in my, you know, life, career, and entrepreneurial um, efforts is, is just serving others. Like really, you know, it goes back to I guess my, you know, my superpower, but is just genuinely caring, serving others. Like for example, you know, we all have our mentors, people we really appreciate, whether it's Lewis Howes, you know, what Johnny Dumas, whoever it may be. Like, um, just do your best, not just them, anyone, but especially your mentors, do your best to serve them, support them any way you can and come from a genuine place. I think if you're an entrepreneur and you do that, you can just look out and try to help those who you admire, you know, even those on your level above you and even below you. If you, if you're out to help to serve people, I think it just comes back to you. And of course you don't do it because you're wanting something to come back to you. But if you just lead with, you know, with genuine generosity and, and, and this, this, I guess this this need to just make a difference and help. I really think that's probably the biggest. I don't know if it's a hack, but for me, that's that's I'm telling you, man, it's paid tenfold with people willing, you know, to help me in different ways just by me genuinely wanting to help them. You know. Yeah, definitely. Yep. So this is the dying question. Yeah. It's the end of 2015. <laughs> yeah. And 2060 is coming up. So what is the best advice that you have to have people accomplish their goals? Yeah. So you mentioned at the beginning of the show, you said, Hey guys, you know, look, you know, we're all about to make resolutions and I, uh, I, that word. And again, I know it's semantics, but I'm not a big fan of the word resolutions. To me, it just means, Hey, you say something and then nothing gets done. So I just say, just make commitments to yourself, man, make commitments, say like, Hey, you know what, this year I'm going to do, you know, I'm committed to doing this. So I say, number one, you make commitments and, you know, make them objective. So actually there's a couple of things I'll point out if, if they're going to be successful. 
make them commitments. So, you know, actually write them down. Here's my commitments for the year, these two things, whatever it may be. And then after that is really, you know, have your, uh, I know this sounds maybe so cliche, but have your whys. Know why the hell you want to, you know, uh, be able to run a marathon or why you want to lose the 20 pounds, whatever your goal is, like your fitness, a health goal, know why you want to do it. And because, I mean, it's those whys that, you know, are going to keep you going, that are going to get get you out of bed at 6 a.m. when you really just want to keep, you know, sleeping. I know I do. So just have, you know, know what your whys are. Why are you doing what you do? Um, and then, like we talked about earlier, is, you know, make sure you have that plan in place um, to get you there. It's, you know, you can't just say, I want to lose weight. Well, how are you going to get there? So have a plan. And then, like we said, um, you know, have an accountability structure in place. And the last thing I'll add, um, the last thing I'll add, Romel, is, is this, is <laughs> we don't have to like, I'll, I'll say this, we don't have to like the, you know, exercise. You know, I think people always think, hey, the more I do it, the easier it gets. We don't have to like it. We just have to understand it. We have to understand that when we do it, it's going to contribute to this, all these things we want over here. You know, it's almost like entrepreneurship, right? We don't have to like the fact that, you know, we're going to have to, you know, failure is part of the process. We, you don't have to like it. You just have to understand it. Cause I think when you understand it, you're able to kind of, you know, you're able to keep going with it. So just understand that exercise doesn't have to be enjoyable. You just have to do it because you know, the results is going to yield you. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, because I know when I exercise, like I'm always in pain. Like I'm always pushing my muscles to the limit. Because I know, like I have to fail in order to succeed. Exactly. So. And people always think, well, that's the whole thought. Like, well, if I do this long enough, it's gonna get easier. Well, maybe, but not really. You know, it's 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 always gonna be a challenge. And you know, we just we just keep doing it because we know. Again, you don't have to like it, but you we like the results that it yields us. Like for example, I I'm not a big fan of budgeting. I'll tell you that right now. But I don't like budgeting, uh, but I love the result it gets me, you know, with paying off debt and saving money and having, you know, uh, more of a, you know, financial security. So it's just as long as we understand that, I think we're setting ourselves up for success. Yeah. At the gym, I always say it hurts so good. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now, what's this word of the year that you have? My OK. So my word of the year last year was transformation. Last year was transformation. And, you know, the way I fulfilled that was, you know, I did like a, a seven day, you know, like a seven day master cleanse. Then, you know, I did a men's physique competition, completely changed my body. Then, you know, I transformed my business to wellness bucket by offering all these different services. So I transformed that, you know, I transformed my life by moving out, you know, from Boston back to San Diego. So that was the big word last year or this year, 2015 transformation. My word for 2016 that I'm, you know, I'm, I want to live by is, uh, is adventure. And when I say adventure, I don't just mean skydiving, like, you know, some of us have done or are going to do. Um, but uh, I just mean just, it could be adventure as in like, look, try something new. Is there, is there a restaurant in your neighborhood you haven't tried? Go try it out. You know, is there something different you haven't done? Is there like a city nearby you haven't checked out? Is there a different, um, um, blo uh, excuse me, is there, is there a different podcast you haven't listened to? So it could be something as simple as adventure, like something you haven't done, or it could be something as big as, and hey, you know what, go to Carnival in Rio de Janeiro this year, you know? So I'm going to, I'm going to take adventure and everything it stands for in 2016 and just go full speed ahead with it. Right. I love yep. it. And I know we were talking about it earlier, how my word for 2015 was hustle slash grind. Love it. Cause that's when I actually started this podcast and I was working full time. I was doing graduate school. I was doing the podcast at the same time. So it's really grinding out and learning everything. And so next year, my goal or my word of the year is teach is to teach others how I did it to teach others what I've learned from all these startup founders so that they can start their own startup as well. You know what I love about that Romel is uh, like when we teach man this I mean, at least this works for me. I'm curious 
So you, you know, when we teach, that's when I learn the most, to be honest with you, when I'm teaching others is literally when I actually end up learning the most and I'm teaching others. So I think it's cool because you're doing it to help others. But in, you know, I would think in, in return, you're helping yourself because I really feel that's how we le best learn is when we teach others. Exactly. I'm actually going to be writing a blog post about this. It's going to be a new way to, for college students to, to stay lit, love it. which is learn, implement and teach. I love that, man. So it's like a play on words. Yeah. Oh, I love that, man. I can't <laughs> wait to read that. Get that out. Yeah. <laughs> Next week. Yeah, perfect. So what's the best way we could follow you in case we want to know more about crazy things you're doing? Yeah, man. Yeah, of course. Um, well, there's, there's just, you know, three simple ways. I mean, I always say, you know, just if you go to the website, www.thewellnessbucket.com, you know, ton on there. Um, either the website, if you're on there, you can subscribe to my newsletter. You know, I just send out one newsletter every Friday as far as, you know, everything that's new and, and going on at the wellness bucket. So you can subscribe to that on, you know, on the site, um, you know, follow me on Facebook, the wellness bucket, um, or just email me really. It's, you know, it's simple. It's Mike at the wellness bucket.com. Any one of those ways you can get a hold of me. So thank you, Mike, for being a guest on my show. We appreciate your time and wisdom, but here at startup life X, we have a saying to help motivate our listeners who are on this entrepreneur journey that it's okay to fail and it's okay to struggle. So let's close by reminding Hacker Nation what our motto is and say it with extreme enthusiasm. Stay positive and keep grinding. Yes. Thanks, Mike. You got it. Thank you so much for joining me today on Startup Life Hacks. Everything that we talked about today, the tools, the books, and also how to get in touch with Mike are included in our show notes page at startuplifehacks.com slash 28. And if you like what we're doing and have a couple minutes to spare, Show us your love and support by leaving a rating and review on iTunes. We've made it super easy. Just go to startuplifehacks.com slash subscribe. I hope you enjoyed today's episode with Mike Gonzalez. He gave tons of value on the how to start off 2016 right. But 2015 is not even done yet. We have one more episode for this year that you definitely don't want to miss out on. This episode will be my year in review for 2015. I'll be talking about how and why I started this podcast from ideation to implementation, the lessons I learned while doing this, and the value this podcast has given me. I will also be talking about what's in store for Startup Life Hacks in 2016. I'll give you guys a hint. It's about time I started my own. Let that sink in, and I'll catch you guys next week. And Hacker Nation, don't forget, stay positive and keep grinding.